What up and welcome to my new podcast. It's called Win the Day. I am your host, Cody Winstead. I'll be coming at you with a lot of sports talk here. Tons of football, tons of basketball. And today our topic is the Los Angeles Lakers. What do we make of the season and what do we make of the future of their franchise? See, it's cool to knock the Lakers right now. It's cool to blame LeBron. Everybody's doing it. But I'm going to tell you why this year was far from disastrous for the Lakers, and there are actually a lot of positives going forward for this team and this franchise, and I start under this premise. LeBron did not come to the Lakers for this season. If he wanted to win this year, he would have played for the Rockets or the Sixers, but he wanted to go to the Lakers because he could build something long-term there where he could win multiple titles down the line, and that's still very much possible. Let me give you the four reasons why this was actually a good year for the Lakers and their future. Number one, this was a low-stress season for LeBron James. He only played in 55 games this year. Normally, he's playing closer to 100 games into June, into the finals, and we know the toll that that can take on someone who's in his mid-30s already. I think the fact that he's going to have six months to rest and recharge will make a major difference for next season. Something to keep an eye on. Not only did Braun play career low 55 games this year, in those games he played a career low 35 minutes per game. So not a lot of miles taken off LeBron this season. He's going to be ready to roll next season. What's funny is his down year, 27 points, 8.5 rebounds, 8.3 assists, Better numbers than Kevin Durant. Better numbers than Kawhi Leonard. I think Braun's going to be a monster next year. He's going to hear all this criticism. He is going to be ready to prove himself once again, to prove to everyone he did not make a bad choice going to the Lakers. That wouldn't surprise me at all if he's an MVP contender and he might win that thing. Number two, this team can add multiple stars this offseason through a trade and through free agency. Let's start with the trade first. They have young pieces. Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma both proved they are legitimate 18 to 20 point scorers in this league. Brandon Ingram shot 50% from the field. Kyle Kuzma, 46% from the field. They're very efficient, and I think they're movable pieces when you combine them with Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, the Lakers can add a big-time star. Now, who could that be? Obviously, Anthony Davis is the first choice. Everybody knows about that. It didn't happen during the season. They'll revisit it here in the offseason. But even if they don't get AD, guess what? There are other options here. Let me ask you this. Would the Suns take Ingram, Kuzma, and Ball for Devin Booker? Would the Blazers take Ingram, Kuzma, Ball? For Damian Lillard? What about Carl Anthony Towns? Would the T-Wolves make the trade three versus one for that? I think they might. And so even if Anthony Davis doesn't happen, I think there are stars there that the Lakers will be looking to acquire. And we might not know who they are right now, but they can get somebody with the package of young players that they have. Now let's talk about the free agents. They have a spot for a max player. We know the list. Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie, Clay, Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker, DeMarcus Cousins. 
Can the Lakers lure one of those people to L.A.? I think they will. I have faith in LeBron. And even if it's a second-tier guy like Jimmy Butler, I think they're clearly better next season. And when you combine that plus a potential star acquired via trade, this team will be in prime position to challenge for the Western Conference. Number three, the Lakers are going to be able to add a contributing piece in the draft. No one thought that was going to be the case when the year started. Everyone assumed their pick would be in the mid-20s, kind of worthless, wouldn't be able to add someone who could actually help the team next season. But what do you know? They're, right now, they're going to have the 11th pick in the draft. That's at worst. They have a 9% chance of getting in the top four and a 2% chance of actually winning the Zion Williamson sweepstakes. So let's look at it worst case scenario. Even if they end at 11, who could be around there? I think there are a lot of really good players in this draft. A couple guys, DeAndre Hunter from Virginia. We saw him. He was the star in the national championship game. He's going to be around that 8, 9, 10, 11 spot. A guy I really like, P.J. Washington from Kentucky. He is a big guy who is athletic. He could be like LeBron's new Tristan Thompson. Even if he's in that range of 7, 8, 9, 10, that's a manageable trade up for the Lakers, even if they are stuck at 11. So overall, they're going to be able to get a helpful piece in the first round, and I never thought that was possible when the year started. And finally, the fourth reason why this season was actually positive for the Lakers is because they had a chance to evaluate the head coach and the front office. Magic Johnson, gone. I think that's actually a good thing for this franchise. Magic wasn't grinding. He wasn't putting in the time. And truthfully, he wasn't going to be with a guy to seal the deal with one of these big free agents. He wasn't going to be able to lure them in. LeBron James will be the guy. He will lead the recruiting effort for that team. Now the question becomes, what will Jeannie Buss do with that position? Will she give all the power to Rob Polinka, or will she bring somebody in from the outside? My first thought was David Griffin. We know LeBron likes Griff. He's a great evaluator of talent. And truthfully, the Lakers are going to need it this offseason. They're going to have to rebuild almost their entire roster. Griff has the experience and the track record. He'd be great in this position. And now to the head coach. I have no idea what to make of this Luke Walton situation. All of a sudden, it seems like he might actually keep his job. To me, it's very simple. Does LeBron like Luke or not? If he likes him, keep him. If he doesn't, move on. From what I saw this year, my guess is LeBron doesn't respect him all that much just based on how he handles the team huddles, being away from the huddle, body language. My guess is LeBron thinks they can do better at head coach. Ty Lue is available. He's a championship head coach. We know LeBron respects him. I think that might be the better direction to go for head coach. So there you have it. The Lakers season, not all that bad. Still plenty to like about this team. My prediction, they add a star through a trade and they sign one of these max free agents and they open next season with three great players. More than anything, I'm not betting against LeBron James. If you saw him at the end of the season, he was fully healthy and he looked great. I think he's on a mission to prove people wrong and I am not going to be one of those people that doubts the greatest player I've ever seen. 
Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks so much for listening to my Win the Day podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments. Hit me on Twitter at Cody Wins25. We'll catch you next time here on Win the Day. Have a good one.